everybody. Welcome back to Thrillers by the Book Club podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Olivia. And we are so excited to be talking to you today about thrillers. Welcome back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It feels like forever. It has been forever. It has like, been this so has been long. the longest break. So technically for listeners, it's been like two months break. Yeah. Not very long for you guys, which is great. I mean, it's been like a two months break for us also, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is long, long. That's so long. long. I know. But hey, the great thing is that during that downtime, got to read a lot of books. So that's cool. How was your December reading? We talked in the beginning of December and you were like, eh, I hadn't read anything. How you doing? I read. Okay. I did read. So November okay. I read zero, yeah. um, as you know, and I felt good about it. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Reading Love is- that journey for you. I'm over it. Um, I just needed a break. And I think that was helpful to have the break. Yeah. Because otherwise there's no way. So I read like seven or eight books in December. Okay. Yeah. So it got back up on it. I got some good ones that made me excited, which is good because I was just not feeling it at all. Yeah. And I think that can happen too. Even if the book is good, if you're just like not in that right mindset, it's yeah. so easy to be like, eh, never mind. No, I just didn't feel like sitting there and reading. Yeah. Like my brain power is not, it doesn't want to be used for reading. Yeah. Know? I mean, it is growing a human. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's exactly right. I'm like, I don't have two goals right now. I have one goal and it's just to survive. Just this one thing. <laughs> right. Were you able to read a lot? I actually read, I read, I think in December, maybe six books. So mm-hmm. not, not too bad. Um, I had a couple of doozies that were like, Ooh. oh my God, like what I'll talk about later in this season, but I'll just say, it. so I read I'm Not Done With You Yet by Jesse Q. Sutanto. And I'm going to tell you that book messed me up. Like, really? It, I did not expect it to be that like, whatever. I think it could have also been, I just came off of reading um, How to Kill Men and Get Away With It by uh-huh. Katie Brent. So it was like in the mind of two psychopaths or sociopaths, like right back to back. Oh, maybe that was it. But like, honestly, I was like uncomfortable. I kept putting the books down. I was like, I'm uncomfortable right now. Is like, that I one? Never get um, that way. Is that one YA? No. Mm-mm. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was okay. Yeah. So she writes the Dial A for Aunties and Vera. Oh yes. Something okay. Mysteries, yes, right? yes. So yes. this was her. I think her first adult psychological thriller. And seriously, I was like, holy crap like okay so that was that was the best read I think I had in December honestly that's um that's such a good feeling when you're like not necessarily expecting it to be like the best book you ever read and you're like this was amazing this was so good I'm so uncomfortable (laughs) it's just so creepy from being in this girl's head so yeah it's pretty awesome. Ooh, love. I know. I saw that you picked it for your thrillers by the book. I did. For Phoenix. Yeah. So yeah. as of right now, when this airs, I will officially be living in Chandler in Phoenix. Hi, Ooh. all my Arizonans. So if you want to join the Thrillers by the Book Club Phoenix chapter, it's on Instagram at thrillersbythebookclub.phx. We'll have our first meeting at the end of January. It's going to be this book. And then, yeah, like. That's very exciting. I'm so excited. We've got a couple of like, I think I'm maybe like five or six members right now. And I'm super excited because that's way better than I even had at the start in Seattle. So like, you know, that's that's such a good amount, honestly. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Super pumped. So that's awesome. I'm excited for you. I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be a fun journey, especially like getting to start new there. Like that's super cool. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, my husband and I haven't lived there in 
12, 13 years. Yeah. So it's like you're going back to a different city. It's going to be yeah. different. And where I found a place to rent is less than a mile to my brother's house, like Love maybe it. a quarter of a mile. And then less than even a quarter of a mile down the street is a memory care center that I'm going to try to move my mom to. It's perfect. So, yeah, like so perfect. So nice to be close to people and it will just help with all of the stress yeah. and all that fun stuff. But yeah, yeah, that's very so excited. Excited. I love it. What else has been going on? Well, let's see. I've watched. Oh, my gosh. So I've been doing a lot of research for my next book uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. about there's a cult in it. So I've love been it. doing. I have read and watched so many cult documentaries. At really? I am like. Like, no, the world is so messed up, you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I spent, I've been spending a lot of time learning about cults. Been fun. There's a, I keep seeing a commercial on when I'm watching Paramount Plus mm-hmm. about there's like supposedly a new documentary uh, about Synanon. Have you seen that? Oh, no, that one I haven't seen. It's on Paramount. Yes. Yeah, they they keep promoing it. I think it's called Born in Synanon. And it's like talking about people who are born into the cult. I mean, yeah, it's so interesting. It is so fascinating to me. And so I've been doing a lot of research on Scientology, which is considered a religion, not a cult, but I'm just, you know, CYA. But the stories of people that have left that organization and the like being born in there, being second generation, third generation. Yeah. I mean, that's all they know. There's literally all these people know. Because, okay, so, like, when we were in high school, we had a project to go learn about, like, different religions and, like, try to, I don't know, I guess just, like, learn about them. And so the one I picked was Scientology because I was mm. like, I know nothing about this. And so to yeah. learn about it, they, like, wanted you to go to their organization mm-hmm. and, like, kind of, mm-hmm. like, gather information. So I remember going to, a, like, this Scientology I- building and kind of asking them like you know like what do you because I'm I'm just like 17 I'm like yeah yeah right critical and they're like telling me all about it and how like they can predict the future from electronics and all these weird like yeah things and I'm like what the heck I've never heard of any of this stuff and it's right in my hometown yeah, yeah. so besides that anything else um I do have a question for you yes what do you have books that you're looking forward to in early 2024 or in the whole year? I only have like a, a list of some early ones. Like, so, so many. Literally. So many. So many. Yeah. I know. There's so many good 2024 books. Do you want me to say the ones I'm excited about? Or yeah, I'd love to hear which ones you're excited about. Okay, and then, great. Yeah. So some of the books that I'm excited about in 2024 is The Fury by Alex McLady. Yes. Super excited for that one. And that's yeah. going to be our February thrillers by the book club pick too. Yeah. Oh, so can't wait for that one. Also, Stephen Graham Jones has a new book that's called I Was a Teenage Slasher. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was reading the synopsis and I was like, this is not like his normal series type books. Yeah. It's super good. So I can't wait for that. Um yeah. the new Lisa Unger, which is the couple in 5B, which I've already read, but I'm very excited for other people to read it because it was good. Nice. Megan Miranda's new book, which is Daughter of Mine. I'm excited for that one. And I'm gonna be giving away a copy soon. So Ooh. obviously Murder Road by Simone St. James. Uh, oh my it, god. Yes. It. Oh my you did? Oh, I'm so yeah. oh, god. I, can't I wait just to read, read it. it. It was like my last book of 2023. And I was like, this was a great, this has got me more excited back into reading, you know? Oh, good. 
Yeah, so that's a good sign. Um, She's Not Sorry by Mary Kubica, which every freaking person got the New Year, New Fear box. And I was like, am I going to? No, I didn't get it. And I was so sad because oh. it had She's Not oh, Sorry in it. Did, it was, was that had, the one? All of like Heather Gudendorf's book and all of the other yes. ones. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, everyone got it. That. And I'm like, Ugh, I'm so bad. <laughs> did not get it. It's fine. I'm, hey. I'm over it. Yeah. But... She's not sorry was in there. So I'm excited for that. Obviously, the new Riley Sager, middle of the oh, night. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. Cannot wait for that one. Um, I saw that Alice Beanie announced a new book, too. Um, oh, yeah. Beautiful, ugly. So I'm super excited for that one because, you know, I'm I'm always excited for her books. I mean, she is pretty amazing. She's so good. Yeah, so good. So Grady good. Hendrix has a new book, Witchcraft for Wayward Girls, that I'm super excited about. Uh, that Alex- sounds fun, actually. Alex Kinley yeah. has a new book, If Something Happens to Me, that I'm super excited about. Taryn Fisher, Good Have Gone. Peter Swanson has a talent for murder. It's going to be amazing. Uh, AJ Finn has a new book, which he hasn't written in years, literally, since that whole scandal. Yeah, because he only wrote the one book, right? Yeah, uh, he just wrote The Woman, Woman in the Window, window mm-hmm. and now he's writing something called The End of Story. And I'm like, you have not written for ever so i'm excited for that one like there's so many i'm excited for i cannot wait oh i totally i totally agree so some of the ones that you didn't mention because a lot of what you mentioned was on my list too island witch by amanda jayatisa oh yes that looks so good i'm not sure if there's an actual release date for this yet but the next mrs parish by Liv constantine i think is coming out this year Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i know that jt ellison also has one coming out in september that's not like up yet i think it's called very bad things i could so be wrong good. in that title yeah i'm excited about that everyone is watching by heather gudenkoff love watch it burn by Kristen bird i read this early on with her and i uh, like an early reader uh-huh. and it is so good it's so freaking good it's a, like i loved it so i'm really excited for to see the final version of it uh well, the, the haters by robin harding the house that horror built by christina henry oh yeah i'm excited for that one too yeah only One Survives by Hannah Mary McKinnon and Like Mother, Like Daughter by Kimberly McCrate. Oh, I just got that one. Oh, did you? Yeah. I love her. I well, She's one of my faves. I will have to send it to you because oh, sweet. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's great, but the last one that I read by her, it just didn't do anything for me. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. You know, it's just, it doesn't pack that punch that I need. I need like a punch. I don't need like a lead you down the story type book. Oh, like, I want to be yeah, sure. Yeah. You so <laughs> I, her last one, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's nice, but I want to be like flabbergasted. So God, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I really liked this. I liked your last one, last two that I read from her. So, but oh, yeah, perfect. there's so many good ones. That's what I love I about January is like the world in front of us. Oh, the uh, um, Infiltrator by T.R. Hendricks. That's the next one in the Derek oh, Harrington series. series you love? Yeah, yeah, it has. So, I mean, I think Carrie Slaughter has got a, probably, I think she has a new one coming out this year. I feel like she has a new I mean, one. Doesn't maybe. she always? I Yeah, like every year. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, anyway, super excited about what is 100%. ahead. 100%. It's going to be a good year. Do you do like New Year's resolutions or like goals, even reading goals or anything like that? Yeah. So I have, but pretty much my resolutions for 2024, the same as last year, which is nice. write a book, get an agent, <laughs> take, care <of> my, <laughs> take care of my health. That's it. Like, it's, nothing's no, changed. No. 
that's I think that's good because it's like intent. You like you're yeah. being intentional about those things, and it's like yeah. Even if you did work on them this year, like that doesn't mean you're done working on them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it like just keeps going. Um, yeah. And then my reading goal, I set fifty two books for the, this year. So I did last Love year it. too. Love yeah. it. What about you? Two book week. Um, have a baby. That's yeah. my goal. Just yeah. have it. Um, <laughs> get through the labor. Yeah, have that's a, like as a beautiful, as healthy as baby. I was thinking. I was today. I was like putting in my like future SMLA time and like all that stuff. And I'm like, what the? It's gonna be so long. Like, like it's gonna go by so fast. I mm-hmm. know, but it's just it's weird to so think fast. about. Like that's like a chunk of the year just being with a baby in my house so yeah we have those <laughs> well I mean I'm not in the same situation obviously because I'm not I haven't had a child but I am I'm currently on a leave of absence because of some medical right. stuff um and I will tell you like I am like oh my god it's when this goes up is when the day I go back to work and so it's just gone by so fast so I'm just when you have the baby you're gonna be sleep deprived run around with that little one try to like take care of it and then it's gonna be like oh, back to work Sounds like a real dream. Yeah. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Is Joe taking any paternity leave? Yeah, he gets like six weeks off. Sweet. So that will be nice and helpful. So it won't be like by myself. Oh, here. okay. I was gonna ask if you were doing it consecutively or if you or if you're oh, we're do it doing it at the same time. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, look it, I'm not trying to be alone with a baby. Like <laughs> I know nothing about babies still. Could have done research, didn't. So I'm like, okay. all right. You know what? We, you do research when you're experiencing it. Right. I'm going to Google it as it happens. I'm yeah. going to be like, what does it mean when your oh, baby is leaking? You're going to call your mom. <laughs> well, I'm going to call my mom and say, mom, come here because she lives five minutes away. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, what I'm in this situation because what? I don't know what to do. It's like two in the morning. She won't stop crying. I'm dying. I know I you're not supposed you. to shake them, so yeah, that's something. Okay, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad that you have that understanding yeah. right up front. Support no, heads, that's I've heard Jake. that. Yeah. Um, those yeah. are the only two things I know about babies. We had our baby shower, and I cannot even tell you how many diapers are in my home, and it's still like, people are like, that'll get you through like a month, and I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. It come in packs of 100, 100 diapers, like that, that should get me through how long they're like yeah it's like 10 diapers a day i'm like what the what? oh my gosh okay i cannot wait for you to report back on this being true or not <laughs> yeah we're gonna do some sort of chart to see yeah. how many diapers babies actually use because it seems excessive i'm like i mean they only eat like a bite of food how are yeah. they gonna fill 10 type i'm concerned i'm very yeah. concerned about it so we'll see how it goes um yeah. it should be it should be something it will be. It will uh-huh. be something. And the most, I mean, you guys will get used. You're just getting into a groove of things. You guys will figure yeah. it out and it's going to be yeah. awesome. No, I'm not worried about it. I'm more just like apathetic. Like, we'll see how it goes. Expect nothing. You know, they're like, yeah, you should make a birth plan. And I'm like, my plan is to have a baby. Thanks. Like, my plan is shoot me up with some shit. Yeah. <laughs> make me right. not feel not anything. Me. And then I'll have a baby. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to enjoy the moment. Like, just get it out. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. I, I just love that about you. <laughs> I love that you're literally doing, like, one of the most amazing things in the entire world. And you're like, just get it. The fuck. Just get it out. Yeah, I don't care. Just, I don't want it. I mean, I, you want it. But, like, I don't want to be involved it. in labor of it. Right. Like, if I could sleep <laughs> through labor, that would be best. Thanks. Yeah. You it's not just- a the beautiful you know experience of birth i mean anyway. i'm sure it is but i'm, I'm sure not, it is i'm not interested 
I'm not interested in having that moment. I'm like, just quick, let's just do this thing. Whatever's the quickest, just cut me open, get it out. I don't care. Oh my gosh, like you're jinxing yourself. You're going to shift like a 27 hour freaking labor by well, saying yeah. this. I, again, can't control it. And sure. so my plan is to just, you know, my my uh, bag for the hospital is like sweatpants and goldfish crackers. And I'm like, hey, I don't need anything else. It's a good plan. Snacks. That's all <laughs> I really need. I told that to Joe. I was like, you better pack a snack bag because <laughs> like, that's my main priority is snacking. So, <laughs> you better be prepared, dang it. Yeah. I'm not trying to eat hospital food like a peasant. You're like, I want my damn snacks. Yeah. And I will door dash if I have to, but because <laughs> that's weird. That's incredible. Um, yeah. So yeah. that um, we played a super fun game on New Year's Eve um, that I was going to tell you tell everybody about i guess it's called worst case scenario Ooh. and you oh my gosh so like well we we're supposed to go to like an event and that was boring whatever anyway so we went home we played games and it was it's this game called worst case scenario so you like draw five cards and each card has something horrible on it it's like get your legs stuck in a bear trap oh gosh a potty overnight like yeah you know jump from the top of a building into a dumpster whatever so you pick five and then you rate from bad to like the worst possible thing and then everyone else playing guesses what you think would be bad oh, to worse okay. so they're like i think that chelsea would hate to eat a tomato more than she would hate to go to outer space and i'm like yes that's true and so you like try to see how well you know the other person while also talking about horrible situations. And it was I love it. That so sounds fun. so okay. You said worst case scenario. Yeah, worst case scenario. It's so fun, especially because like you get to argue with people on their opinions, which yeah. I think is hilarious. Like my mom was like saying how the worst possible thing would be stuck in a haunted house. And I was like, ghosts are fake. <laughs> she was like, ghosts are real. And I was like, ghosts are ghosts are fake. And we had a very long argument. I, this sure. entire time I had no idea that she thought ghosts were real and she didn't think that I thought ghosts were fake. So it was a whole conversation where I was like, wow, you is, learned so much about your mom. Uh-huh. It was so fun. What? Every card so I fun. like argued with her and it was amazing. We had That's a great time. So, that sounds like very on brand for you. Also, oh, yeah. I don't know. You're crazy. There are ghosts. No, like, I don't want to see them. I don't want them to come near me. But you're not going to see them because they're no, not nope. real. Yes, they are. Okay, well, even if they were, ghosts are invisible, so... This is true. This is true. I don't know why I don't see them. See them. But also because they're fake. Okay, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Look it. It's fine. I had this long debate with... Like, literally, we were yelling at each other because oh, that's no. how we play... Well, that's how we play games. I, yeah, yeah. I can we see your family scream. being very boisterous. Like It's like wow. me, my mom, and my sister screaming. My dad, Joe, and my sister's husband, silent. <laughs> and they're sitting there like... So, all right, this well, this is happening. And we're like, your life decisions are crap. <laughs> and they're just like, so does anyone want a snack? Or <laughs> It's a good time. I did just want to check with you and make sure, did your mom's house catch on fire this yeah. year? Or are we good? Good question. Okay. Um, for the lady who rated us on Apple <laughs> Flash rating, that she doesn't care about my house fire. Too bad. I- I care. That's why I asked. Yeah. yeah. Who cares about you? Um, this year there was zero house fires, which Good. is great. Not a house fire at all. My mom did put out the burned remnants of the trees that were down last year <laughs> as decor. 
She put out burn trees, a lighter, and the elf as decor. <laughs> and she was like, don't you like my Christmas nativity? And it was like burn trees and elf and a lighter. <laughs> and so that's the nativity that she puts up. And I love it. I love it. it. I love it. She's like, this is a good story. It's happening. No, she, she saved it all in the Ziploc bag. And she's, oh my God. she's very committed. So that was fun to, to relive cool. that moment. But yeah. not on the fires this year. That's good. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh so it fun. was good times um okay so pub day yeah let's go into pub day today is january 23rd and oh, i have four books we'll be talking about today okay all right first up is who to believe by edwin hill from kensington hmm. this is Monreath, Massachusetts was once a small community of whalers and farmers. These days, it's a well-to-do town filled with commuters drawn to its rugged coastline and country roads, a peaceful, predictable place until the popular restaurateur, Laurel Thibodeau, is found brutally murdered in her own home. Suspicion naturally falls on Laurel's husband, Simon, who has gambling deaths that only her life insurance policy could fix. But Mm. there are other rumors, too. Among the group of six friends gathered for Alice Stone's 40th birthday, theories abound concerning Laurel's death. Max Barbosa, police chief, has heard plenty of them, as has his longtime friend, Unitarian Minister Georgia Fitzhugh. Local psychiatrist Farley Drake is privy to even more, gleaning snippets of gossip and information from his patients while closely guarding his own past. But maybe everyone in Monierth has something to hide because before this late summer evening has come to a close, one of these six will be dead. And as jealousy, revenge, adultery, and greed converge, the questions become not who is among these friends might be capable of such a thing, but who isn't. And the thing I, one of the reasons I'm like definitely talking about this is that Kirkus did a starred review for it. Mm-hmm. And they said it's meticulously crafted, diabolically plotted mystery, structured to maximize suspense. The tale unfolds in seven parts, each with its own nuanced first person present narrator Ooh. and unique voice. Which to have seven first persons in yeah. a book, I am like, I'm like beyond. I cannot wait to read this book because it's that's, like that's a rule you're not you're not supposed to break. You're supposed to have more than one first person present. But I'm so excited. That sounds so good. Yeah, that's really interesting. I was wondering why in the synopsis it was like Bob Smith. Yeah, oh, Joan. I don't care about their freaking last name, but now that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I said the note because I was like, if I just yeah. read that, I don't know that I would have been. I would have been like, oh, okay, like it's a locker room mystery, all right. You but adding that, I was like, oh yeah, no, I need to see this. Yes, no, that that does make it a lot more interesting. I'm happy you yeah. said that because I was at yeah. first going to be like, Ugh, but okay. Like, cool. like um, okay, so the next one is called Silent Judgment. It's by Zara Crown, also from Kensington. This is the second book in a series. The first was Silence. It was released in June of 2023. When Detroit's most feared street executioner, a deaf thug known as Silence, is assigned the unsavory task of protecting a controversial black conservative, brutal opposing factions, his own personal feelings of revulsion, and a flourishing opioid addiction threaten to bring him to his knees once and for all. TV news personality Amelia Chess has made her career by being an unapologetic Black conservative who is relentless in her attacks on the liberal left, pro-choice supporters, the LGBTQ community, and scathing criticism in her own race. But when two Black cops shoot an unarmed white teen, Amelia's scorched earth editorial gets her canceled and she starts receiving death threats. Silence has no intentions of playing bodyguard to a sellout until the order comes down from the mysterious kingpin he owes a favor. Soon, Silence is spending time with Amelia and her gifted teenage son, Antoine, and start to, starting to understand what lies beneath 
Amelia's villainous persona. And once the threat turns real, Silence discovers that Amelia is being targeted by the same militia he escaped as a teen, and their interest in her is just part of a larger, far more dangerous conspiracy. I thought this was, I was like, this is so interesting. So, like, okay. A lot of representation there. A lot of interesting POVs. Yeah. It's just, like, being an election year, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to try not to read anything political. Because That's probably a smart idea. I'm with you. Poison my entire year. Like, well, <laughs> election year was very, like, yeah, dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, it's not great. I'm sure it's going to be a great book. But reading anything with, like, political undertones right now or coming up soon, I'm like, eh. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. But yeah, I was like, I just thought it was an interesting, it's like deaf representation. Yes. A street yes. executioner. He's a thug. There's this like, you know, uh, it feels yeah. very like Candace Owensy. And so I was like, I'm just really interested to, to yeah. anyway, I thought it was good. Interesting. Okay. All right. The next one is called The Devil's Daughter by Gordon Graceman from Blackstone. Mm-hmm. This is a noir thriller full of the best and worst of New York City in the 1950s. Most nights, P.I. Jack Coffee can be found hanging out in smoky Greenwich Village jazz clubs with, the, with well-known mobsters, jazzmen, and hoods. So when an uptown financier calls him for a job, it seems like he's headed for swinkier climates. But it turns out the view from Lewis Garrett's fancy penthouse looks over the same vice-ridden Manhattan streets, which explains why he's so desperate to find his missing teenage daughter Lucy. When Jack's search for Lucy leads him to a swanky nightclubs packed with well-dressed pimps and wealthy drug dealers, he begins to wonder if Garrett is really so concerned about his daughter's welfare or if the man simply fears she may reveal his own shocking secrets. After an attack outside Jack's own apartment and Lucy's boyfriend turns up face down in the Hudson River, everything kicks into high gear. But death threats, crooked cops, lies, and ugly truths can't prevent Jack from finishing the job. Whether Lucy is an angel or a devil, she's still a kid in danger, and Jack will do whatever it takes to find her. Hmm. Yeah, well, that sounds interesting, too. And then the last one is The Clinic by Kate Quinn from Sourcebooks. Oh, I just got that one. Yeah, it looks so good. I love the cover. The cover looks gorgeous. Yeah, like yeah. it makes me want to read it. it looks exactly. Creepy. I thought this exactly. I saw the cover and I was like, yeah. oh, wait, whoa. And uh-huh. then calling it a clinic. I'm like, ooh, that's like, what, like a rehab? Like what's going on? Right. So yes. Meg works for a casino in LA, catching cheaters and popping a few too many pills to cope, following a far different path than her sister Haley, a famous actress. But suddenly reports surface of Haley dying at the remote rehab facility where she's been forced to go to get her addictions under control. There are whispers of suicide, but Meg can't believe it. She decides that the best way to find out what happened to her sister is to check her in herself to investigate what really happened no, from the inside. The battling, her, battling her own addictions and figuring out the truth will be much more difficult than she imagined away from her friends, family, and anyone who could help her. That's that's not the best way. The best way is not to go undercover. Like, <laughs> I can tell you that right now. That was a bad choice. She should not have done it, and no. she's going to regret it. I'm so into it. I love it. This is actually going to be the Phoenix Chapters February book. Nice. Yeah, it sounds so good. So anyway, congratulations, authors. Readers, I hope you found something new to pick up this week. There's so many good books that are out there. These are just a few of them. Yay! Tell me about your book. Okay, so my book today is by our season three, I guess, finale guest, Rachel Harrison. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you go back, you can listen to episode 51 where she talks about this. She talks about this book like a little bit, but I'm going to talk about it a lot. So I am talking Great. about Black Sheep by Rachel Harrison. It came out September 19. 
And you will know her from Cackle, The Return, and Such Sharp Teeth. Um, it's like a really fun horror book, which doesn't make sense because you're like, is horror fun? Yes, it is. So it can be. I would agree it, it can be. Yeah, it's like a fun because the thing about Rachel Harrison is she writes so like witty. Her mm, characters mm-hmm. are super witty and like they're the same people I would want to be friends with where you're just like cracking up at how funny they are. And it's like very dry humor and so it makes it fun cool so this book was about vesper she's a girl who leaves home at 18 never looks back she needs to escape her religious community and even though she knows that she can never go back she is invited back for a wedding so the wedding is hosted on her family farm and vesper assumes that she's getting like a pass special pass to return since she's not supposed to go back home but since she got invited she's like oh I guess they're letting me come back. But is the imitation something more? She kind of wonders that it might be a trap. But despite her feelings, she decides to return and risk interacting with her mother, who is a former horror film star. Ooh, okay. I like like that aspect. Famous horror movie actress. But when she gets home, her homecoming brings up a decades-old secret that makes her examine who she is and where she's come from. So this book is set in a small town in New Jersey, and the characters are Vesper. She's the main character, and it's mainly about her and her relationship with her mother, Constance, and kind of like what has gone on in her past. There's other characters, but I would say it's like she's the star of the book, and it talks a lot about her journey specifically. So this book was nothing like I thought in any way at all. Okay. Because when you hear the synopsis, you're like, she's probably like Amish or something or like, yeah. you know, because they like ostracize people. Anyway, it's not what you think it is. It's okay. crazy. It's twisted. Ooh. It's dark. Perfect for like Halloween time. I wanted to pick it as a thriller to pay the book clip pick, but I thought people would be too offended. So oh, that's okay. what I'm, okay. I was like. I'm going to offend too many people if I choose this. All right. Uh, Esper was a great main character. She's strong, cynical, interesting. And her mom, even though her mom was horrible and just super macabre, I loved her. I thought she was fun. Her house is like full of old, creepy movie props. That's so cool. I know. So she w- walks around and it's like a life-size skeleton is just sitting there. And like all these things are like, this is so fun. I just, I thought it was a great premise. I, what worked for me is I read it in a few hours. I couldn't put it down. I love how the title ties in to the story and like all the twists and turns that the story took. I think what didn't work, there were a few plot holes where I was like, oh, this could have been better explained, where it left a little too much to the imagination, I guess. Okay. But trigger warnings were cult, family trauma, religious trauma, but I rated it 4.5 stars, really enjoyed it, and similar books was her other book, Such Sharp Teeth, and also Sign Here by Claudia Lux. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I double-checked it. It's already on my Goodreads, but like, as I say every time. I really want to move it up to the top of my list. I really like <laughs> the cult aspect. Like, I think that that sounds really interesting or like their trauma. And anyway, that sounds very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fun. I like if you're picking a time to read it, reading around Halloween is the perfect 
Okay. That's my opinion. Okay. Again, I'm giving you the warning that you might be offended and you might not like it. So don't blame me. Thanks. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Well, my book that I'm going to be reviewing is called Blood Sisters by Vanessa Lilly. Whoa, I've been excited to hear about this one. Yeah, it's re- it's so good. So um, it's a police procedural mystery released in October 2023, about 10 hours on audio. It has representation of ind- it's an indigenous author with an indigenous story and two spirit representations. So I loved that there was Ooh. like multi representation in there. Synopsis is that Sid Walker, a Cherokee woman working for the BIA, which is the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and she lives with her wife in Rhode Island. She's an archaeologist focused on protecting indigenous lands. She's called home to a place called Pitcher, Oklahoma, where her family has lived for generations after they were forcibly removed from their ancestral lands in the Trail of Tears. Sid left the area 15 years earlier and hasn't been back in three years. She struggles with how she feels about the town and her family. When she gets there, she finds out she was called in because of her ties to the area and because a skull was found in a tree with her ID badge in in its mouth. So meanwhile, her younger sister, Emma Lou, has gone missing. Their parents are concerned, but not overly worried, as Emma Lou has done this before. And usually Sid has had to go out and find her in drug dens and things like that. Mm -hmm. So Sid believes that that's what's happened again. But as she digs deeper, she finds out more about a horrific night from her childhood and a string of missing Indigenous women that are connected. Love it. So my thoughts are, this book is so good. So good. Excellent. You've probably seen it on a bunch of different like best of lists last year. I have. And it's true because it's just so good. First, I love being educated through literature. And that happened the entire time for me. There's so much culture in this book about family, community, historical language. I had heard of the Trail of Tears before, but if you'd asked me before reading this, I couldn't tell you a single thing about it. I didn't know anything. But reading this, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel as if I've had my eyes opened to the hardships and mistreatment of Indigenous people that I hadn't stopped to consider before. It's just, I think that Vanessa Lilly just does an amazing job of inviting people into the culture and learning. So that was really cool. Then on top of that, the mystery is fantastic. The drama is so good. The small town vibes that you can really only get if you grew up in a small town. So I grew up in a town of 1800 people and it was connected to two other cities nearby. So there's this connection in the book between Pitcher and Miami and like the the towns and how they kind of go back and forth. But they're basically like you're just going one town to the next town. Everything's connected. It's a small, small town like this. And all the the way people act in those towns. Imagery is incredible. It's intense action. It's fast paced. Like really, really loved this book. Trigger warnings are drug abuse. I rated it four stars and similar books where it was actually a very unique reading experience for me. But some that come to mind that are kind of similar are Long Bright River by Liz Moore, Mm -hmm. Downrange by Taylor Moore, and The Good Daughter by Karen Slaughter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds amazing. It's so good. I really like, you got to read it. It's so yeah. freaking good. And like I said, the mystery is really good, but I was just like, oh my God, I'm learning so much. And it was so great. Okay, cool. And that's Blood Sisters, right? Blood Sisters by Vanessa Lilly. I believe it's the first in a series. So we'll have Sid Walker will be an ongoing series. So I'm excited love about it. that. Yeah. Love that. So you have yeah. more to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
So cool. Yeah. So listeners, if you have heard of read either of the books that we've talked about, message us. So I want to talk yeah, about let it. Let us know <laughs> what you think, if you liked it. Yeah. Or if you didn't, I'd be interested. Like why? I don't understand why you didn't like it. But tell Ryan me. and I would be like, yeah, no, I get You're like, that. no, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see how it could go either way. But yeah, it's so good. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. I think that's all we have. That's all I have today. Yes, me too. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you want to reach out to us at the podcast, you can DM us at Thrillers by the Book Club pod on Instagram. Or you can message me at Thriller Book Babe. Or me at Olivia Day Wallace on Instagram. Um, And we love to hear from you guys. So definitely make sure that you reach out. It's great chatting with you, Chelsea, and catching up. It's been a minute. It's been a long. (laughs) It's it's next week, probably. Yeah. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.